welcome back to another episode here at the Panorama Brand Studio Podcast. Today is a very special day because we have a very special guest. I am here right now with the one and only Christina Franco. <laughs> Hi guys, how are you doing? We're doing, we're Hi. doing good. <laughs> this is good. Last time we did an episode with somebody new that we actually are very excited that we actually been doing some co-hosting with and i want her to kind of present herself as well hey guys what's up i'm gila vale i am a broadcast journalist here in houston texas i love podcasts and radio production and i am so glad that i am here at Paro studios because the vibes are great awesome awesome her energy yeah <laughs> good energy right yes energy. energy there we go we have a great great co-founder too oh yes yes guys man i'm just happy to have christina here we haven't talked in a bit but i'm following her every day we know we talked and everything so that's what it is about having a relationship even if it's five six months but you know a little bit behind what they're still doing and what i'm still doing and it's a blessing to you know actually meet you because you're you. not a friend you're family thank you thank you so christina <laughs> yes <laughs> tell us a little bit about you what is it that you do you know it used to be real hard to explain myself when people would say who is christina i'd be like shoot i don't know <laughs> Wait, where do you want me to start no uh basically i'm just you know a simple person you know raised and born and raised in houston texas been here all my life yeah. um only visited a few other places but really home is home you know what i'm saying so it's like um i really try to just stay stuck in my community it's what's well rooted in me um and my community is what's helped me grow no matter what you know i can go anywhere but my community is what's really supported me and give me you know um a lot of insights on my own ventures you know oh, wow. so yeah so that's me i mean wow. i started young 18 uh been married for 33 years and have right. you know four kids nine grandkids which are girls and one boy so 10 total but um but yeah so a i started family. That's it's awesome. a big family it's a big family that's beautiful thank you wow wow thank you so what, what are you uh working on right now that's like gets you excited Right now, um, I've noticed there's been a lot, I've been in real estate all my life. Mm -hmm. So being in real estate, you know that there's an in and an out and an up and a down, um, right? But you have to know how to duck and dodge and, mm -hmm. and you know, run with, the, run with it. You know, you just don't know. But when you're in real estate, you have to be ready for the financial booms. That's the biggest thing in real estate. Um, a lot of people say, and you'll hear a lot of people saying, oh, you know, you can retire on real estate. It depends on how you formulated your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know, if you went and you invested and you let it pay itself off to where uh, you retire and then you're actually getting 100% of the revenue you collect, then it makes sense, yes, you, you could possibly retire. But mm -hmm. if I'm gonna buy something and invest in it and my cash flow is 300 times 10 units, that's $3,000, that's a job. Yeah. I could have just stayed yeah. safe, kept working, not, not put the stress on my family, not put the stress uh, on my friends and your surroundings, because you're an asshole yeah. when you're broke. <laughs> yeah. You're an asshole when yeah. you're financially struggling. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of people out there flexing, and it's like, I, I look at them like, you poor thing, you know? You poor thing, because I know what that flex was like, yeah. and I think I was rica, po you know, pobre rica, mm. you know, uh, poor rich girl, you know, I was hood uh. rich. 
I lived in the hood. My house was paid off. Cars were paid off. So when money came to me and properties paid off, I mm. felt rich. But huh. after 2012 that I started doing wholesaling and investing really hard, I started getting mortgages and different things like that. And, and that's a stress on your neck. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, I, I wasn't educated financially um, because I had bad habits. I'd buy cars, I'd buy things. Oh, mm-hmm. material things. Yes, yeah. and it wasn't necessities until I started learning the difference between, you know, what was an asset and a liability. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. when I started becoming a very frugal person. <laughs> and they say yeah. majority of the people that live in live wealthy are very frugal or they they dress mm-hmm. very simple. They're yeah. not out mm-hmm. there being too flashy or whatnot mm-hmm. because of the fact they know that you could we if we are leaders now and we need a lead we need to be realistic and lead people in the right direction. And I'm not trying to lead anybody into crash into a wall financially. It causes divorce, it causes separation, it causes uh, breakups in in friendships, relationships. And and mind you, when you start growing, people will try to separate you. That's the first breakup you get. It's not your marriage, your wife and them will always probably stick to you longer than what your friends and and your business, uh, you know, colleagues would stick to you because it becomes a, a competition. competition. Everybody wants to get to the top of the ladder and ring the bell first. Mm-hmm. You so know? it gets very competitive after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to just say, yeah, go ahead, go ring that bell, I'm gonna wait right here. <laughs> but I'll see you when you come back down. Cause there's gonna be a point you're gonna have to come back down. Mm-hmm. Because if you got up there fast, you're not educated enough. You don't have no suave to you. Yeah. There's nothing conforming to you, to the people in your new group. Yes. You just walked in a room, yeah. but do you really fit in? No, Mm-mm. because you don't come from their backgrounds. You're not educated. You haven't you haven't maneuvered yourself. You just walked in. So if that made any but sense, you have to develop yourself. <laughs> you have to like yeah. learn about different things that they're right. doing, right? So you can actually not really fit in, but like be at that level that you want to be in, right? But it's so interesting, and if y'all have any questions, but it does seem it's so interesting how you said that those three thousand dollars, mm-hmm. it was like a like a paycheck type of thing. Yeah. Where if you would have just done that, it's, there's no point of all the struggles, all the hustle, everything you've done to build everything into into these points. Right. Versus, can you share a little bit of a little bit more of the strategy that you actually took mm-hmm. to be able to be like better in that sense? I think it was a wake up call for me because yeah. um, I had, I did, I inherited in a way, I call it inheritance because they're not my family, but there's people who are landlords like myself that get tired. Imagine my kids, I raised them learning, but when you don't raise your kids learning and understanding, they hate what you do because you're here 90% of the time. You're here, I'm out there, and our kids are like, where's mom? Where's that? You didn't show up. Where were you? So we have to know what is your true legacy? What are you doing it for? You know, are you doing it for the hype of the friends? Or are you really doing it for your kids? Because then it ends up being you're really doing it for yourself. You know, so I had a um, an epiphany. I mean, I just woke up one day and I said, you know what, this isn't me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not out there. I don't need 100 people because 100 people didn't get me mm-hmm. where I'm at. Okay, I, I'm a book of knowledge, I'm an open book, you know that. Mm-hmm. But people are welcome to ask me questions, but sometimes I have to know when I am and am not, and am not available, and it's okay to say no. 
So that's what was costing me the most. When I sit somewhere, I have to know that I still have a business cha-chinging over there and I have to have my eyes on that. Because the minute, the, you know, when the, when the cat's away, the mice will play, mm-hmm. you know? We just had to let somebody go that's been with us 12 years oh, wow. because she was stealing. Oh, no. Yeah, and we caught it on camera, and it was sad. Yeah. It was a sad thing to see, but it was like, you know what? It happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. Times are getting harder. You know, I'm not going to go and, and hammer the girl down. Right. But the fact is, is that it's the time that I have to take to to um, acknowledge, you know, I had to stop doing what I was doing. That's why I hadn't really been mm-hmm. podcasting too much, doing sure. all that because I was doing something and taking away, I was stealing from myself mm-hmm. more than what she was stealing. I was stealing from myself wow. because God gives you a gift. This is your gift. And if you take your gift to feed something else, mm-hmm. then God sees you're not happy with what I've given you, mm-hmm. you know? And at what point do you become happy? So That's with the three thousand right. dollars, where you were saying it, mm-hmm. I had to realize is uh, how how pretty is the picture? Just because you see me and you know I own all these apartments, but at home I'm crying, mm-hmm. I'm stressed out, my feet are hurting, I don't even comb my hair. I was at a point where I had gained three hundred thirty pounds. I was huge. I was tired. I was exhausted. You know, and my husband the same. And it was like my kids stressed out because mom's not there. You know, and I'm like, you don't know what the hell I'm doing this for. And it was like, what are you doing it for? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like I tell my kids, what are you doing it for? Wow. If you cannot be present, then you're doing it for yourself, because those kids didn't ask to come here. You know, so yeah, that, wow. that's just wow. that. That was a bing, bing, bing. <laughs> that was a little one. Yes, but yeah. I want to go a little bit back sure. with all of this. I know that um, people know you with real estate investor, but people don't know how you started you used mm-hmm. to work at mcdonald's you used to do all mm-hmm. these things mm-hmm. and you became a leader on every single one of those jobs mm-hmm. and then what was that pivotal moment when you said you know this is yeah. when christina is going to jump in and start you mm-hmm. know? yeah you said you were 18 years old that mm-hmm. was very young mm-hmm. i also want to know the very first time right. you acquired a property so young and what <laughs> gave you the idea uh-huh. to like okay i'm going to go ahead and and stop working at mcdonald's i'm going to yeah. do something bigger for myself right like when was that another epiphany so mcdonald's happened? mcdonald's i was 14 years old and my mom taught me to work young 14 years old. i was 14 oh, wow. yeah so they had job corps you know mm-hmm. and uh and where you could work on the weekends. And I was so sad because I went to summer school to see if I could get one of these jobs. Well, my grades weren't good enough. So I was like, it was really my attitude. (laughs) It was was really my attitude. But you know what? Sometimes there's people who have these dominant Mm -hmm. attitudes. It's because they have dominant power. And you've you've got to guide them, not tell them stop. You've got to guide them. Kids, there's some kids that have dominant attitudes. Challenge them. Don't no. tell them, no, you ain't you ain't the adult. You did that. No, challenge them. Yeah. What makes you think you can do that? I you love know? That. Yeah, throw toss the ball back. You're mm. you're giving me something. Okay, show me what you got. You know, we were just talking about my three year our my three year old granddaughter. She's like a little adult, you know. But you know, it's it's just different. But McDonald's was a was a starting point. Did I learn a lot? Yes. It mm. taught me structure. It taught me responsibility. It taught me formula. Believe it. I mean, I the other day, yeah, I was talking huh. to uh, Destiny. Destiny owns a bunch of uh, McDonald's, and it's so crazy because her family, her dad has a story like mine, although that he opened his own McDonald's. But, um, you know, she, we were laughing because 
I still remember the timing on the fries, although I was off a second. <laughs> you know, it went up a second. New machines. I, I, mm. I give me that. Give me that second. But it was so funny. Like I know the menu. It's funny because when somebody instills something in you, even yeah. behavior, it sticks. It sticks because it was structured behavior. It was structured, um, the mannerism, you know, they don't, people don't teach mannerism anymore. All they do is just figure out, you know, you don't, you don't talk to that lady like that. You know, instruct the child how to talk. How to talk. Yeah, yeah. how to talk. Kids don't know. Yeah. We always said, and we said this downstairs, you know, there's no bad employees. There's bad employers because they're not communicating professionally or correctly. So. When I started McDonald's, they taught me a lot. Then my mom worked at the hospital and at St. Luke's, and that was my first actual, you know, um, corporate job. So then I started working at St. Luke's, and I was in the medical field. I worked in ICU, and uh, they gave me a chance to go to Baylor. And I, you know, they they had these volunteer programs. So if you volunteered, then they pretty much were paying for your college with Baylor. So okay. I got all my credits and all that. But back then, it was an LVN not an mm. RN. Mm. Nobody hires LVNs anymore. You're either oh, a medical yeah. assistant or an RN. So what it's you, funny how they, a licensed vocational nurse. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. They didn't even know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's two years difference, right? Yeah, it's a two oh, year wow. difference, but it's the same thing, you know? Okay. And so I was like, eh. So then anyway. Uh, Wait, you were wanting to become a, dad, a nurse? I wanted, to be, I wanted to become a nurse. Yeah, wow. all my life. That was my thing. I wow. love the medical field. Um, I ventured off later on in life having yes. some med spas and stuff like that. Uh -huh. But real estate always pulled me in, you know. Even though I was doing what I loved, I went for what money was bringing me, you know. Yeah, and yeah. that's what it was like. My son and I were talking about it last night. He's like, Mom, I wish I could just go back to being simple. I said, mm. there's a cost. There's a cost. You got to pay to play, you know. I mean, he has his beautiful home, his business. He has two businesses. He has a he has a hall, a venue that he rents, and then he has his air condition company. Then he has his management company. But the two main ones that bring you know outsourced money is mm -hmm. those two companies. And then he has what holds him down, which is his properties. Okay. But believe me, he made it through this hump. Those properties really had him down on the ground because of the crash. No one was ready for it. No, well, let me not say crash because yeah. everybody gets mad at crash, <laughs> but I know what a crash is yeah. and um, to the downfall. Sure. And uh, so what happened was, you know, his AC company picked up because somebody brought this desert storm in <laughs> and the AC company picked up. So this is where I try to tell people, find something creative that you can do, but stay on a safe plate. There's people that say, you know, there's people that have businesses that will tell people, you know, oh, quit your job, you know, look at me, look at me, look yeah, at me. Yeah. How in the hell can I run my business without my people? Mm -hmm. You have to award them, give them a percentage, whatever it takes to keep them happy to an extent that it doesn't make you broke either. Exactly. But involve them in the growth and the communication of what your what the projects look like their thoughts involve them what do you feel so christina in a nutshell that's where i started and then all of a sudden uh being at the hospital i was able to start i, I went to saint thomas because i wanted to get my finance degree uh certified financial planner and the reason why i wanted to was because i saw a lot of people i met a lot of people at the hospital that had health issues. And with those health issues coming, they had a lot of money, but they couldn't save their life with it, you know? Mm -hmm. They worked for it, they had it, but couldn't save their life with it. Mm -hmm. 
So I wanted to learn the finance. My goal was to go into the financial department for the mm. hospital, yeah. like an, a reviewer. So I wanted to be a, a, an, an RN, but in case management. Mm, okay. There it is. I want that was my goal in life, and um, and my mom, well, she was in administration, so I wanted to be where mom was, right? Mm. And so um, I started moving up the chain, and then all of a sudden. Uh, I met my husband. I had my son from my previous marriage and then relationship, marriage, whatever the hell you want to call it. And then uh, he's a great guy, great yeah, guy, great guy, great family, whatever. Anyway, um, I'll talk on that in a minute. But I met my, I was off one weekend because I worked seven to seven every weekend and then I had an eight to three during the week. I, ma I maxed my social security points when I was 24 years old because wow. I had so many jobs. It was crazy. I didn't believe it. I didn't even know what it was. Wow. So I could literally start collecting social security. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you were always working. I was working always working. Like, yeah, I was, was always part of working. Who you are. Yeah, my mom never let me go to like parties, house parties, none of that stuff. So my escape was work. Mm. Oh, wow. That was my escape. Okay. And so now at, at 51, how in the hell do I slow down when work has always been mm. my escape? It's yes. my energy, yeah. it's my goal, yeah. it's my need, you know? So mm. going back to that, it was really crazy because um, I ended up meeting my husband. I was off, I was washing my car, he drives up, we start talking. Before you know it, within two months, I just knew he was the one that I wanted, you know? Awesome. Nothing that I, I wanted. That story, <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. You were washing your car. Okay. I was washing my car. <laughs> what do I do? She's gonna be at the car wash every weekend. It was a Saturday. <laughs> it was a Saturday, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Keep your car washed. My car's dirty now. Go yeah, figure that out. Okay. I don't need nobody. I keep my car always clean. <laughs> We're gonna go post up at the car wash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yeah, so he drove up and then uh, we just started talking, you know, we started talking. He was nothing, he was not refined at all. Um, my previous relationship, very refined, but my going in with him, I was like, I, I want this challenge, you know, I want this guy. You like challenges. Yeah, yeah. I love challenges, I and he's tell, been my tell. biggest challenge. Hey. And so, uh, so he was a little rough around the very edges, rough. And you, like, cleaned them up. Yes, you know, still not one hundred percent clean, but you're still yeah. working on that. Imagine poor grandpa receiving a, a call, you know. Hi, uh, Mr. Amador, is is Michelle there? You know, from that, and how are you? To, yo, yeah, Michelle there? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Michelle? Yo, yeah, uh, yo, yo, yeah, Michelle there? And I was like, oh, shoot. The hell? I love this. And my grandpa was like, he just looked at me, and I was eating, and he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shoot, yeah, I'm in trouble, Grandpa. I said, no, you know, he's this guy. I met him, and then by the time you know, he drives up and he's knocking at my door, and my grandpa's like looking at him, and he opened the door to look out, and then he grabs the door. My grandpa's grabbing the door, and then he's like, <laughs> oh, wow, they're kind of playing with the door then. No, Ef Ephraim wow. was Ephraim was tough, and he's still he's he's. We've both changed. Yes, We've both changed. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like you could take the 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 girl out the hood, but you could not take the hood out the girl. <laughs> you know, and yeah. with 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 That's the a good short right there. Yeah, yes. yeah. And everybody always says, "Well, what what ended your your first relationship? We were young. Mm -hmm. We were young. We were different." 
different backgrounds. I, you know, I all my family was Northside hood. You know, they mm. weren't hood hood, but you know, that's just where we were. Yeah, Our yeah. ethnicities play a big part. Course, you know, not right. not to say you can't in, have interracial relationships, but it plays a big part. Because of cultures. Because of culture, cultures. You know, church. My parents are pastors, so it's like. Mm. It plays a big part, you know, and and it wasn't nothing like that, you know. My my son's dad's always at Lakewood, you know. You'll see him probably sitting in the front all the time, and his, you know, his stepmom. She's always, you know, praying. Very very sweet person. I, I love her more than him, <laughs> you know. Uh, she's a great person. I yeah. think that, um, and that's why I said I wanted to touch on that because. I was very uh, reluctant to accepting her at one point, the Mexican in me, you know what I'm saying? Mm. When I saw my grandchildren, you know, being born and stuff, I said, this has to change. This has to change. I have to have a relationship with with her and him in order for my grandchildren to not feel empty pieces, you know? My stepfather now is the pastor, but my actual father, there was no relationship, you know, not much of, you know what I'm saying? So I know those gaps. And somewhere along those line, those lines, you try to fill the gaps with the wrong people, because misery loves company. You know, you're not going to find a perfect person to fill that perfect gap. You know, you're going to find a lost soul because a perfect person has their own, yeah, their own journey. Yeah. But somebody who's lost and wiggly out there, you know, plug them right in. You know. So I've done a lot of evaluating stuff like that in my own life. I journal a lot, and I probably talk to myself <laughs> of course yeah, yeah and and i and i can answer my own questions like you know think about it what made it wrong when i walked in the room did i tell everyone hello when i walked out did i dismiss and tell, tell everyone goodbye or did mm. i just walk in like look at me you know this is who i am walk up to me you know you have to be of service if you're not a person of service then you're not doing the right thing you know god was here i'm sorry but you know god was here and he served you know and so who are we not to mm-hmm. you know so so yeah so you know that's that's how that happened but going back exactly to my husband now yeah. i mean we go through it you know mm-hmm. but it's like it's been a challenge it's been a you know a struggle so go you know um egos mm-hmm. egos play a big part especially when I was 14 years old working, and then I meet this man that tells me, I, I got this. The f- you mean you got, got this? this. <laughs> Where do I fit in? You know, I did, yeah. that's when the eyes come in, mm, okay. you know, and it's not these eyes, yeah, it's the course. this eye, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it's one. like, nah, you, you have to really understand where partnership starts and yeah. where where it be, where it begins how it processes and where it ends you know and that's it because if you don't you know if you get into a relationship and you can't communicate with your your partner hey we're in a relationship but a relationship is also a business how can you tell me you love me but you have no structure and what if you get into a car accident tomorrow you know what did you pay? What did you not pay? What did this? What happened with that? You know, it happened. Thinking logical about it too. Being yeah. logical, yeah. you have to be open. And and, and Hispanics, we don't talk about things yeah. like that. Yeah. We don't talk about what's gonna happen. You know, no, hombre, si me muero, la pinche vieja se va a quedar con todo. If y'all didn't get that, you know. If, yeah, you know, the Sancho's gonna get everything. You know, if I die today, you know, you know, she's gonna get everything. No, that's mm-hmm. not how it works. Yeah. If it's not on paper, if it's not on writing, you know, it's not gonna work that way. Yeah. And just because I'm the wife and, you know, mm-hmm. um, my husband passes, if things aren't written correctly, I can own the estate, but everything else goes into probate. Of 
Wow. Because fifty wow. percent can go to me, fifty percent can go to the kids. It just depends on on, on who you get. Yes. Yeah. How yeah. they woke up that day. Yeah. Because they say, oh, the law says this. I've gotten many houses because people it didn't go that way. Hmm. Tell us a little bit about that mm -hmm. your, your journey when you started with real estate. Mm -hmm. So going into into the hospital, I was off that weekend. I met my husband now and. Um, since I always had time to read about properties and, and, and taxes and cash flow and, and where to put money in buckets and all this other stuff, I was able to learn it but not practice it. Learning and mm -hmm. practice is two different mm -hmm. things. There's a lot of people teaching, but have you practiced it? Are you really setting somebody up for the future or for failure? Mm -hmm. Which one are you doing? You know, people will say, oh, there's these strategic ways. I know of a strategic way. And I'll, I'll share one with you. So I did go to um, a class with this lady. She was talking about subject two. We all had the group. We all met up or whatever. And um, she did tell me what to do. So a subject two a property came up. Subject two means you have a house and you're falling behind on notes and I pay that and then I give you a little bit, you move and I take over the note. Mm. The problem is there are certain ways to structure that that I didn't know. Mm. I just took it outright. I talked openly about it and somebody went and called the bank, reported it, mm. you know, boom, boom, boom. I had a oh, bank wow. knocking on my door mm -hmm. and telling me that I needed to pay off that debt because it was not mine or they were gonna take the property. Oh, so anyway, long story short, mm. after learning about that, I was asking everybody and their mama that's out there, so-and-so lending, so-and-so funding, so-and-so this, and they're at every event. And by the time we know it, they couldn't even help me. There was one man who was alive back then, his name's Mr. Kennedy, AC knows him. Mm -hmm. And um, he passed away, but he told me, he says, Christina, you have all this property paid off. You've, you have money. You are your own bank. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what do you mean I'm my own bank? I didn't have the credit score, I didn't, didn't care. Yeah. I didn't care about my credit. Like, I you, have cash. I got cash. Yeah, I got cash. That that ego, you know, yeah. that ego. Yeah. I got cash. I don't need that shit. You know, whatever. You know, uh, -uh you know, catch me. Uh, uh, you ain't get me. I got seven years and it's gonna be gone. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I had that mentality. You know, but you know, so, so with that being said, it was like, you know, you know, damn, you know, what happened? So then I started. Um, I started talking. He, he introduced me to this one person, and we went to this this bank you know this broker bank thing and place and then uh yeah they gave us 75 percent on the dollar and we're like yeah so wow. 10 houses 750,000 wow. wow. so we owed 800 and whatever so yeah so they would do the math we did about a good 10 houses but anyway um we were able to get out of that debt and it was so crazy because we thought we were going to have to sell our souls. And it wasn't another debt, right? It was another, yeah. So you used some of that cash you got from from the equity of those properties yes. to be able to put it somewhere else. Yes, oh, and wow. that was it. Wow. So I was my own bank all along. We were, <laughs> my husband and I, we were our own bank, and we didn't understand that we had that, mm -hmm. and we still have that. I bought houses years ago for like we were talking about it a couple minutes ago, uh, fifteen thousand, eight thousand. I bought one from from AC for like eight eighty eight thousand or eighty nine hundred dollars. I still oh, wow. rent that house today. Wow, you still rent? I it? still rent it twelve hundred dollars wow. today every wow. year. Yeah. Every year taxes are low, about four grand. So do yeah. the math. I yeah. make about twelve thousand. 
-hmm. and then the other two months pay off the taxes and anything that needs but i paid i made twelve thousand off of that ten thousand investment but remember it was eight thousand closing ten thousand uh survey and then whatever i put in thirty thousand to repair it so i'm in a you know under fifty thousand but i've had that thing probably for like 12 years now Wow. So, wow. you know, so those are the type of investments, but I had the money for that at the time. Our response, remember, I was hood rich. <laughs> I was hood rich and I was like, shoot, you know, you know, and it was like, but, but it's the truth. You can take the girl out the hood, but you can't take the hood out the girl. So yeah. you're not gonna, you're not gonna trick me. You're yeah. not gonna make me look stupid. Wow. You know, I've been through it, been there, done that. Okay. So it's like, it's that kind of thing. But yeah, so I started, I just started monopolizing one by one, yeah, yeah. you know, asking people that were renting houses, hey, do you want to sell them? But it was real funny because we were able to get apartments before we bought houses, mm. you know? Um, it was real, it, it was just crazy. When my husband and I bought our first home and we lived there for so long, when we bought our first home, it was like, I would always say, do we own this house or does this house own me? The assets and liability you were talking about? In, in, in that or? aspect, but also because I wanted a different lifestyle, mm. but because I was playing it safe, I wouldn't move, you know what I'm saying? I was growing whatever I was growing. I didn't want to move, I'd stay there. Oh, okay. Okay, so then I started seeing other strategies. And that's why it's important to mm. network with the right people. Mm -hmm. So. You rent out this one, and you go and buy something else, five, ten thousand down when it was available. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, or go lease where you yeah. want to live. You know, and rent what you own. I understand that concept yeah. now. You know, and some people are like, "Oh man, she lives in an apartment." Not only in an apartment, but they say about other friends of mine, yeah. she lives in an apartment, and she's over here saying she does this and that. It's okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. She's yeah. living yeah. in her own comfort zone. Yeah. But her growth isn't changing. I have one friend that he rents out four houses mm -hmm. to be able to afford his high rise in mm -hmm. the 50th floor somewhere. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, and that's the way he's living the life that he wants. That yeah. he wants. You know, mm -hmm. while other people are enjoying something they probably couldn't had before. Mm -hmm. They stepped up as well, you know? So it's okay. Everybody lives in their purpose. Interesting. Eh? Mm -hmm. So question is, can, I know it's hard right now. It's tough because of markets unstable with mm -hmm. no crash. But if somebody wanted to start something like, uh, instead of like myself, I'm gonna put myself an example. I never had a home. Mm -hmm. So say, um, Instead of me getting a home, because now you can get an FHA to get like a multifamily, like a four or six. Mm -hmm. That's and, a conventional, and kinda, I believe. Right, conventional. Yeah. And then live there and mm -hmm. rent the other three mm -hmm. and rinse and repeat. Can is in this time on 2023, can you still do that and make it happen? You can do it. It's just, it, it's really, it's, it's hidden figures, okay? Mm -hmm. The hidden figures that I call it is a year to two years ago, we were selling houses for 400,000, let's say 500,000 for a number's sake, or 100,000, 100,000, right? Mm -hmm. It was 3%. Your payment was 3,000 or whatever, you know, with taxes and everything mm -hmm. in it. So if it was at 3% on 100, then, you know, when you extend it 30 years, of course, it's gonna be lower. Mm -hmm. So people were looking for the higher cost home at a lower interest rate. Try to sell that house oh, wow. today. Wow. Mm. So the house that you bought for 100, lost about 20 to 25,000 of its value minus what you put in it. You're not completely upside down, 
but you're not better than anybody just because you have a 3% rate, not if you bought it too high, you know? Mm -hmm. So right now, the same houses, the interest rate is six, but the house is 50. You kind of get the math? Mm -hmm. It was three at 100, and now it's six at 50. Oh, wow, so it's a higher percentage. It's a higher percentage right now. The thing is, on 100, you're paying 3,000. On 100, at 6%, you're paying six. So it's wow. it's the wow. payments. Yeah. Yeah. It's your debt to income ratio. I mean, that's yeah. the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, you know, all the other little mathematicians want they have their own little figures. But that's why <laughs> I I do what I do and they do what they do. <laughs> exactly. Yep. You know, it's working for me. Yeah. So, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, but a lot of people are plunging, you know, and a lot of people that bought homes in mud tax areas, they didn't understand that they had a separate tax. They didn't understand they had an HOA. Mm. They didn't understand mm. all these other things. Oh, they don't remember when they came out the apartment about cutting the grass mm. and then getting a $15 notice that ends up being an attorney fee for 1200 Those are unexpected costs when you don't educate yourself mm. before you jump into something. Mm. My husband says I overanalyze. Mm-hmm. No, I try to make sure those numbers are going to stand correct. You have to. Yeah, you, it, to. you just have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's a numbers guy too. He's a numbers guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, it takes me, you know, but he's a numbers guy. Yeah. He's a very smart man. When it comes to uh, people who like, what, what some, what some advice that you would actually give to people when they're just kind of like maybe you know, their twenties or, or even thirties, mm-hmm. like to kind of really set themselves up for success when it comes to like their finances. Mm-hmm. Do you think, because uh, a lot of people nowadays, they want to be entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and they want to try different things and things like that. But you mentioned something earlier that you always wanted to have like a safe, like mo- like always have some type of money coming in, mm-hmm. like a safe net right. to be able to always <coughs> venture out to be an entrepreneur, right. all the different businesses. What is your advice on, on that stuff? If you have a job, you're blessed. Right now, if you have a job, you're blessed. If you're not being evicted, you're blessed. Okay, there's a lot of people out there that they're falling Mm -hmm. and it was their arrogance that got them in their position today. You know, Um, they're like, oh, how in the hell can she say that? I'll say that because you wanted to live for the look, Mm -hmm. not for your reality. Okay, everybody's like, you know, is it hurting you? 20% loss on my end right now, it's a loss. But I've we've learned to strategically try to stay in a safe zone, not outlive my means, you know? A lot of people say, you know, oh my God, you know, uh, if I were you, I'd have a million dollar home, I'd do this, well, go do it, go do it. When you get to where I'm at, let's see if you really do it. Wow. I'm not. now. There, it comes a point where you're making so much money that you need write-offs, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. it's a why yeah. not? You gotta put your money somewhere. Yeah. But don't just always put it in you. You have to have a um, an abundance mentality. Mm-hmm. Give to something, find a charity, mm-hmm. find a business that's starting. Do different things, help people, you know, but don't help so much that you're not helping yourself either, mm-hmm. you know? And that's the thing. You have to balance it. Yeah, you have to balance it. But starting today, I would say educate with the right people. You know, there's a lot of wholesalers everywhere. And I know some of them aren't doing anything they say they're doing. And I'm just like, let me get out of here. You know, (laughs) let me get out of here. This isn't my crowd. You know, this is not. You know, I did this, I did that, and I created this, and I created that, and I sold this, and and it's a lie. 
it's a lie. I see it, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna put my name on you. Mm-hmm. No, that you know, that's a price tag. You know what that is? It's a price tag. It's gonna cost me trust mm-hmm. from somebody else. And when you're always the victim to somebody, then you're the problem. So I just walk away. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, no, no. Yeah, so always remember that. When you put your name on somebody, you're putting a price tag on yourself. So you have to watch who you social socialize with. You know, um, there, there's just always something. You know, I, I just went through it and I really don't care. It's like, whatever. You know, there's no competition in the game. My kids are out there killing it still. I'm not responsible for what my kids do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If my kids took your deal, oh well, you know. <laughs> but then I don't want to be like Tupac in them right yeah, now. Right. Like, you did it. You took that deal. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> nah, you know, it, it's okay. You know, it's 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 a it's a different world. You know, yeah. it's a different world. So with me right now, I just I'm staying in in my lane, mm-hmm. and I just said, you know what? It was too much for me, and I just stepped out of the crowds because crowds cost you. Yeah. It's not costing me nothing to go get a free drink. But it's costing me the time I have left with my grandkids after yes. six o'clock. Priorities. My priorities. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna be walking around with bags under my eyes, kidney killing me, mm-hmm. all because I want to hang out with something that's killing me. What's serving me? You know, rather true. go to Bible study, rather yeah. you know watch YouTube and something educational. I don't even listen to the radio much anymore, unless it's spiritually gonna calm me because I am a lioness. You know, <laughs> you know, or if it's actually gonna yeah. teach me something if not then i really try to give an hour of my time to purpose and god in the morning not praying for a miracle praying for i mean praying to say thank you you know Mm -hmm. that's how you should pray you know you start your day with gratitude with gratitude i woke up today yes you know with gratitude i think that's so important and we miss that because our end goal is our goal god's there you're supposed to help me no I'm supposed to protect you. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to ease you and clear your path when you're going in the right direction. But that's not the road I told you to take. Mm-hmm. Because if it was the road I told you to take, it would not be that bumpy. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And you lost a lot of weight too. Thank you. I did. I did. I've been really, really working on it. Um, I'm thinking of partnering with this person because she wants a location and I have locations everywhere. I have locations everywhere. So um, she wants to have an actual location. And uh, what I did was uh, I've been doing biotherapies. So I'm actually, I know my food type. Now here's the thing, Mm -hmm. I still do my Herbalife shakes because that's my candy, right? (laughs) So um, I'll still do a shake in the morning every now and then, only two times a week now or three, and uh, I'll do my shake. But then the the confusion was, what do I eat? Mm -hmm. I watch all the videos, the ketos, the this, the that, and everything that was on there was not matching my body type. So even the exercise I was doing, I was overexerting myself. And so, yeah, and you know, (laughs) It's really funny because my son told me and my daughter-in-law, she was like, I don't know who I'm talking to. Like before you would just rant, blah, 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 you know? <laughs> and it was like, I was trying to get it out, out of breath. And she's like, now you just really like you're, you're talking. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah. And I think what it is is because I, I'm, uh, I'm not feeling agitated. Yeah. Stomach's not growling and you know, I've, achy because something that doesn't causes inflammation in my yeah, body. Yeah, so, um, 
a lot of that has changed for me. So I'm, I'm really considering it. Well, you know, my, my first uh, business that I started, not my first, I've had so many, <laughs> but one of them was I had like the Sona Med Spas, but mm-hmm. Sona's on there, but I had Serona, so it was like different. And, um, and so I had started doing that, had all the machines and all that, but real estate always pulled me back mm-hmm. because that was the money. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. good with, you know, the other businesses. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, my money was really in the real estate, and it was really good back then. Yeah. Well, now that it's taking its turn, you know, it's like, you know what, let me just relax and do what I like, mm-hmm. you know? So it was a long discussion with my husband, because you don't need to be doing that. No, I don't need to. Mm-hmm. It's what I want to do. Yeah, That's a course. good thing. Mm-hmm. I can literally say I want to do something, and it monetizes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Honestly, real estate doesn't pay me nothing unless I make my assignment. People don't pay me anything because they've never paid me a penny. You know, mm-hmm. I've always true. just been of service to somebody, help them and try to guide them. Now, if they try to do something different, that's their fault. Mm-hmm. But I've always been an open book for people. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I really want to do what I want to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. But I really like how that one time we were talking about how even though you're very successful in everything you do, you're regardless of like the money regardless of all that you're always like finding ways of mm-hmm. like it's not like like creating new businesses or or like um you know flipping like different products or services mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you're doing you're always doing something to generate mm-hmm. yeah but it's not because you need it but mm-hmm. that's like a part of you it's a part Your of me and it's I love my personality that, you know? thank you yeah I think it, that's really cool. Thank you. No, but it is. And it's like I said, I started young. So my energy was work. Yes, yes. And, you know, she brought that out to yeah. me for me to understand because I've never been able to understand until today. Oh, you did. I understood oh, myself. Wow. Thank you. But, <laughs> you know what? Communication wait, wait, what? is therapy. <laughs> you did a bonus. <laughs> Communication yeah. is therapy. Honestly, for you sure. can hear. You might hear something come out of you one day that you didn't realize was there. And we bottle everything in out of fear. We bottle everything in because what are they gonna think? What are they gonna say? Did I say it wrong? I'm gonna hurt her feelings. But you walk around with that Mm. nudge and that bag of, of, I should have said it, you know? (laughs) But you didn't, you know? And you know what? Sometimes God puts people in your path for a reason so they can understand themselves, you know? So they can understand themselves. And always remember, every test, today I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was telling me, you know, my son was graduating um, a block away from, from the stadium. The car broke down. They had to push me in. She asked the person that was helping them push the car, can you just take him to the stadium so he can walk? So she stays behind. She's trying to see her son walk. This is a mom's thing. She's trying to see him walk. The car didn't start. This, that happened. And I said, don't worry. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. This is going to be a good conversation Mm -hmm. because your son's going to appreciate everything you did. I said, see, mothers walk around. I know, it makes me want to cry. (laughs) You know, mothers walk around. And I told her this. Whenever you walk, shimmy. And she was like, what? I said, shimmy. It's for all those invisible ribbons. And girl, I'm going to get there. Uh, it's for all those uh, invisible ribbons that moms have on ourselves. Mm. That the kids don't tell us you won this award. But those are our shimmies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So think about it. You know, we have all these ribbons on us. And they kind of just shimmy around. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. 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 Wow. yeah. So, you know, so that's one thing. Oh. 
Uh-huh. Shimmy with it, you know? So Anything you want to ask? No, I'm like, I know she's all about that. We're both all about that. Everything that you're saying <laughs> makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah. They, uh, I read somewhere, I'm not sure where, that if you really want to be rich, uh-huh. you have to be a person of service. Yes. Yeah. So everything yes. that you're saying is making sense to mm-hmm. me. Everything that, yeah, yeah. Totally. Great guess, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, we can go for an hour. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, but seriously, yeah. you know, mothers uh, walk around like we want that plaque. Yes. Just like the kids want that plaque. When we get the plaque on the wall and we see that they did graduate, that they did do this, but they did do that, that's not your accomplishment. That's theirs. Mm. Our accomplishment wow. is they made it. Mm. And every little ribbon it took for them to get there, they will never admit or see it. Because when the kids oh. are bigger, I did it. You weren't there, <laughs> I was at work. Yeah. What got you there? Yeah. You know, mm. so that's the kind of thing. So we have to wear our own ribbons, mm-hmm. and they're not always seen because mine's are very colorful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was shimmy. Yeah, so that's the thing, you know. Yeah. So that's y'all's new word, you know, shimmy with yeah, it. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's like women give up so much more than what men do men give up their strength their their physical person they bring money because that is the nature that that's the way it's supposed to be we give up our dreams we Mm. give up our time we give up our energy we'll give our kidney if we have to you know so there goes the tear but that's the truth that's what we'll give and you can't expect anybody to to uh, applaud you because you did it because it's expected you know, mm-hmm. it's just expected. Just like it's expected for Aww. dad to work, it's not expected for dad to be at the work and be at the PTA meeting and be at basketball practice and be at ballet practice. Mm-hmm. We're split, we're octopuses, mm-hmm. you know? We have so many arms. Mm-hmm. It, I'd be great to be a dude and just go work and come home. And, and I know there's more to it than that, mm-hmm. you know, because men also give up things themselves when they do step to the plate and be that responsible man. I get that, you know? And if relationships separate you, it's okay. Just be the financial uh, abler and not I'm, enabler, I'm you know? I'm not crying, I just, I'm not crying. I'm not crying. This is water, the water's yeah, crying. Water it's like the water's crying. Man. <laughs> Hey, that's okay. Men have to cry. Even in the Men have to cry. Okay, let's switch it up a little bit. Nah, nah, what, nah, nah, what do you like back. to do for fun? What I like yes, to do like for you work fun, a lot. You I do. build your legacy. You build your amazing portfolio. Right. So how do you unwind? How, what, do you, what does Christina do to relax? I just show up wherever. Like, you know, today, the other day with my friend Lupita, whatever, or be with my grandkids. They're so much fun. Do you guys take any vacations together? We do. We just went to St. Thomas and uh, the Virgin Islands, and I was just like, what the hell is this? Now, it did bring, but I look at everything, and my my husband says that I'm a soursop, because he says I look at the sad part of everything. I'm not. I I appreciate everything. These people, they're, I mean, a pack of chicken that we take for granted, we'll Uh probably let it sit out, let it stink, and throw it away. These people... $38 $38 for a family pack of chicken. Yeah. Chicken's a delicacy out there. Oh, wow. And, you know, and... That's all I eat, chicken, put a chicken. Yeah, <laughs> I love my chicken. He's a chicken. broke over there. He's like, I can't go to the Virgin <laughs> Islands. Don't go in there anymore. No. Yeah. I went to Antigua. Yeah. 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 
Kiwa. Where's that? At the Virgin Islands. I had. I don't know where. I don't it's know really, anything. St. John's. Okay, St. John's. Yeah. Yes, it's beautiful it's so over there. St. Thomas is more dirty. I, I, I oh, didn't. Girl, girl. I caught my own fish. Really? So I didn't wow. have that. I didn't, I didn't have that problem. <laughs> Shoot. As expensive as everything was, I was ready to get my my little spear and, <laughs> <laughs> and pick my fish We're eating today. We're eating today. It was Forget the chicken. No, I really did. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like it was a different experience, but it brought me back down to appreciation of how much we have. You know, I mean. Sorry, uh, did you eat chicken when you came back? Or? I yeah, <laughs> I did. I, I slow cooked my chicken. Oh, man, I'm gonna take it serious. Man, I made fideo with chicken, yeah. arroz con pollo. Yeah. I was at it. I was like, we're gonna stretch this chicken. Get out. How, how do you reward yourself? Yeah. Uh, just hold on, baby. Sorry, guys, I got a grandbaby back there. It's okay. Get LOL. Yeah, yeah, that's grandbaby. <laughs> I'm grandma today. I guess the way I reward myself really is just lie down and eat popcorn and watch TV. I can't eat popcorn no more because corn is real bad for my my mm. body type. But and I was an an elote girl, and that was mm. that was my thing. It used to be donuts was my reward. Yeah, yeah. 10 o'clock every yeah. night oh, that I could. Yeah. Yeah. Donut, 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 get that donut. Yeah, so donut, donut, donut. And then um, if it wasn't donuts, I was always bringing donuts. So if it wasn't donuts, it was a snow cone and corn. Yeah. So I can't do those things the same. I can still do my snow cone at, at a different level, but you know, it's crazy because everybody's like, now you're talking about food and diets <laughs> and stuff. But the thing is, is that it, it makes me feel good. Yeah. Okay. It makes me a better person. It makes me more available for people. It makes me um, a different person. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. because I don't feel bad inside anymore. So it's pretty good, but that's how I reward myself. That is or awesome. I'll just go to Ross. I do give myself a $120 budget. I go to Ross, I go to Dee Dee's and I go wherever and I just find little things just to dress myself up different that's my reward it's my me yeah you know? of, course, of course yeah put back into me and how did you two meet you and jesus i saw jesus doing a po a po boy power the wash pressure washing pressure oh, washing okay, cool. he was doing videos and i think somebody was ragging on him one day and i was like dude <laughs> like this is somebody out here trying to do a hustle yeah. you know how can you do that you know and so i just started supporting him from there and that was how it happened and then he went from that. You were gonna do clothes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and oh, then that, was, that was the fashionista. Yeah, the fashionista. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he did. Uh, what else did you do? Then you did one other thing, but then you started podcasting, recording on your it. own, yeah. just talking and talking and talking, yeah. and that was it. And I would just see. I would watch it. My husband was like, "There you go again, watching that dude." I was like, I'm just <laughs> "It's something to do, yeah. you know, something to do." And then you know, he come out my door, and say, "Hey, man, what's going yeah. on?" <laughs> Yeah, he was ugly at first. Like, why are you watching this guy? Like, dude, it's just somebody trying as much as I've tried. You understand yeah. that hustle mm -hmm. when you had to hustle. Yes. You respect that hustle. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing, you know? So that was very important, I yeah. think. Yeah, and then we, from there, we just built a relationship. We yeah. got to meet each other and learn more mm -hmm. about what we do and what yeah. she does. That's what I learned about real estate. Yeah, and he ventures yes. a lot. He ventures a lot like I've ventured a lot. You know, I've had daycare centers. Um, you know, I've had salons, you know, all car, car lots. We've had a lot of things. But at the end of the day, the thing that really has generated income is not so much as the real estate. Uh, it does now because majority of it's paid for, so it does. Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, it was not. Mm 
So we needed a job. So when we invested in the store, because I had a restaurant, sold the restaurant and all that, and then we invested in the store, and that's that daily compound, that daily compound, but daily revenue that comes mm-hmm. in. You know, I'm sitting here and it's like cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching nice. at 11 <laughs> locations. So, but I buy, I open the locations for the real estate. You know, so that I can, it pays itself off. Later on, when I do need the equity, I mean, or the liquidity, I'll draw that money out. But now, I don't just draw out the liquidity on the building. I have a business, and I have an income. I have material, Mm -hmm. uh, equipment. So there's other resources to grow and to also have liquidity. Nice. So, yeah. do you have like your own real estate school, investing school? You no. Need to? <laughs> wow, no. Actually, actually, this is crazy. But my daughter-in-law on 14th Street, we couldn't sell the house for what she wanted. So it was like, you know what? She thought about it, and she's like, uh, my son. He was like, we're gonna open our own thing now, and they're doing it. So uh, it's coming up soon, but it's on 14th Street, right there in the Heights, and they're gonna start uh, training and developing. Yeah, because you hold very valuable information. Thank you, I appreciate that. It's been a lot of experience. And people are always looking to, you know, for a mentor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people need to learn from people with experience, and yeah, I think- you, you'd be very successful. Thank you. you. Know, teaching. Yeah, it's gonna be them. It's gonna be them, cool. so I'll probably know. pop in. Huh? <laughs> I'll probably pop in with them every now and then because she wants to grow her own team, yeah. and so she's a realtor and she wants to become a broker so that is her thing so that's where she's leaning towards hold on baby that's the baby okay give me a second i got five minutes <laughs> is that Efren's wife uh which one yes, yes Efren's okay. wife so my daughter's joining her and then we're gonna have different things in there so um we're gonna have the insurance there the the lending the lending company in there everything's gonna oh, wow. be in its own cool. its own little realm like that. yeah and then uh, I know you uh, wanted to share something that all, what you're working on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, um, because I've always had the medical background, I, I think I am. I know that I am going to partner up in that in that biogenics, and we're going to go ahead and start. Uh, so doing that. So I'll probably be like the little feel good lady, you know. So oh. if anybody wants to feel good, reach out to me. And starting mid September. Uh, we're gonna open up and then we're gonna start taking appointments. Uh, it's gonna be by appointment only. So we'll be, we'll be doing all the blood work, we'll be doing all the, bottle, the body scans, oh, wow. and we're gonna give people their information, their diet, see what their lifestyle is like, really cool. and, uh, and just adjust them, because it's done a lot of service for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do believe in her product and I do believe in what it is. I believe in everything, but you know, <laughs> I believe in people, because uh, we are our product. We are yeah. the product. Yeah. So, and uh, I think before I had put my name on it, I really needed to see how it worked. And oh my God, it really did. Like I've tried, I even had lipo and it did not leave me small. It just made me horrible. I mean, I was big on one oh, side, small on the other. I was struggling, bleeding all over the place. I had internal bleeding. And it was like, I was going through those things on my own and not feeling well. And then I just got fat again. So I was like, shoot, what is it? You know. So then um, my niece Jackie uh, called me, Quacky Jackie, oh, Jackie man. Chan. <laughs> yeah. So she, um, so she called me. She's like, hey, you know, I want you to, you know, meet this lady. You know, I think y'all could pair up hand in hand or whatever. And I really didn't think so. I was like, okay, Jackie, you know, I'll meet her. So we met. Hold on, baby. So then we went ahead and and uh, we did it. We, I, I, she's like, let me just do it. And she tested me and everything. And the first. The first uh, seven, six days, 
I lost 11 pounds. Uh, I went from a 16 to tight 12, good 14. And I was like, oh my God, my thing has always been my arms. And uh, I'm just starting to drop everywhere. And then, um, but it's, it's not keto. It's not keto. Keto almost killed me. Uh, in 2019, I ended up in the hospital with uh, rhabdomyolysis because I was eating so much proteins. Mm-hmm. The proteins took mm-hmm. over. My kidneys were shutting down. Wow. Yeah, and so they, they were going to do dialysis, but I started oh, sucking on Pedialyte. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. I went from okay to dialysis right away. Wow. So, And it's what I'm saying. There's so much information out there that can be misinformed. misinformed. No, you really have to test yourself. My mm-hmm. friend just got a test and uh-huh. the wheat was doing horrible for herself. Wheat, oh. and I'm a wheat eater and avocado. And I eat wheat bread and avocado every morning. That was my thing, with coffee. And I have an allergy to beans. And you know, after they gave it to me, I was like, how in the hell am I gonna do this? And I just did it. And it's crazy, I eat more fruit now. It's I can tolerate the fruit, I can tolerate the vegetables but I feel better, you know, I feel so much better. And my blood pressure was always a 200 and it's 113. Yeah, yeah, on the pictures are there, (laughs) weight down, blood pressure down. And this is the most disgusting shit I will tell you is that I was supposed to go have a surgery for uh, polyps, um, you know, in my my intestinal tract Mm -hmm. and they fell out. They were in my restroom, because I check, I'm like the doo-doo doctor. You know, because <laughs> yeah. that's what tells you when you're sick. Yeah. You know, you yeah. look for you look for signs. So yeah. I'm like, how am I today? You know, but no, I there was literally a polyp. The polyps fell out. So I went to the doctor, and she's like, "You're not going to need that surgery because the polyps are gone." I'm still seeing my doctor, mm-hmm. but um, they're gone. They fell out on their wow. own. So I asked her. I By said, changing your diet, just those six days of the diet no no six days no no teas no this no that just the diet now i did have tea which was my green tea what are a few things that you were actually consuming during those um i did have i eat eggs twice a week because dairy is not friendly to me so i do have dairy two times a week and that'll be my eggs or whatnots but when i eat my eggs i have to add like a cayenne pepper to kind of get my metabolism going and um no orange juices, no sodas, just uh, waters, teas. I do take uh, electrolytes, so I'll do a half a Pedialyte or whatever. Mm. Um, and that's it, a lot of chai, because chai's not an actual bean, per se. The so, chai seeds or? or yeah, the chai oh, seeds, okay. so uh, so that's it. And so um, I eat a lot of nopales, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I blend them in my juices. Yeah, yeah. And good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I do, yeah, try I, to, I do try to incorporate that as a green shake. Yeah. And that's it, it's just food. Mm -hmm. I mean, what I was spending on so much stuff, I did learn um, how to uh, take my vitamins. I was taking my vitamins wrong, so I wasn't consuming my ease with oils or fats, and I needed to, because if you don't take it, it's a water soluble, so it just goes, does nothing for you. Um, I was taking vitamin K, and vitamin K needs to be supplementing with D and magnesium for it to I went to a cellular level and I understand it. So mm, it's like, that's good. oh my God, you know, it's such that's a different cool. thing for me. So yeah. And she's awesome. documenting it too. Yeah, I'm documenting it. Yeah. 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 Food, food itself, so it's yeah. like, 
it works. She mm-hmm. proved it for herself. Yeah. Proved so I still ate barbacoa with everybody that on Sunday. Good. I just did. I just did it in a, in a lettuce wrap. You oh, know, okay, okay. that yeah. was my lettuce okay. wrap. So yeah. So it's just those. Barbacoa and a lettuce wrap. Hey, I can still hey. eat my barbacoa. Yeah. <laughs> no tortilla, yeah. but no tortilla, but I did have it. Like that's my spring barbacoa roll. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I guess the last question I wanted to ask you: What is the type of like legacy that you want to leave in the world? My greatest what? legacy is going to be my community. Okay. Honestly, Yay. that's going to be my community. Um, you can leave things, and if you see a lot of old, broken, busted buildings, people thought that was their legacy. Mm. People mm-hmm. think these fancy cars are their legacy. Mm-hmm. No, it's what you leave behind. It's the memories you leave with your kids. It's the memories. It's the memories you leave with people and how people talk about you. The messages people send you mm-hmm. just really make you feel good. You know what I'm saying? That's your legacy. When you're gone, people still talk about you in a great way. Mm-hmm. I think that's just so important. That's awesome. Yeah. Look at that. Steve Jobs is gone and we still talk about him. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. One, one last question. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to someone that wants to give up, that started their own business, and sometimes they want to give up? What are some uplifting words you can to them I would listen to them mm-hmm. and and actually tell them and honestly I'm like I'm like a problem solver I, I love puzzles since I was little and I, I would try to figure it out for them just to oh, find okay. a give it a second chance mm-hmm. try it but don't give up because it's very hard to get through a door and if you've mm-hmm. made it thus far just keep going you know people don't like mentors people don't like they don't like pain they think why am i going to pay why am i going to do this don't blow your life savings on it mm-hmm. 15 20 30,000 3,000 all that no find somebody that's very realistic in your budget and understands where you need to be and but get that information from somebody that let's say if you wanted a gas station go to a gas station mm-hmm. talk to a cashier one day you'll find the owner there believe me talk to that owner or talk to the manager because the manager knows more that's going on than the owner what would you do different if you had this gas station what would what how how does it go you know you know just talk to other people in your in your zone because if you know in in your what you need to be an environment that serves you mm-hmm. not you know an environment that has no purpose for you because that's the only reason you feel you're not making it mm-hmm. because you're in the wrong circle Okay, all you're doing, when people are up on a stage and da 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 da, you're just promoting them to go higher and you're just staying mm. below. Promote yourself within mm. as well and you'll be just as high as those people. You got me excited. Yeah, hey, that's what it is, you know? I mean, talk about yeah. you, talk yeah. about you, you know? I've seen y'all start this. I've seen where y'all started with just the phone and the camera right. and this oh. and a microphone. <laughs> I've seen it. So I, I, you know, I respect it. It's a respect. You've got all my all my attention and all my respect. If I need to learn about podcasting, am I going to go to a YouTube channel? No, I'm going to come here. Mm-hmm. Okay? You know what? I'd love to do some podcast, some broadcasting for myself. I'd love for y'all to do it. But then if I needed just some small shorts or this and that, can you teach me? Mm-hmm. But value your time. Mm-hmm. Value your time and monetize it. Because believe me, the next person, they want to be you. But let it cost them a little bit. They'll respect it more. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Drop so, that mic, girl. Yeah, thank you. Where can, pe- where can people find you? As- Christina Franco, Facebook, C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. My phone number is always there, 832-788-7646. Yeah. Awesome. You'll find her at the Martins Hardware. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 6220 Jensen. Right? Yeah. 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 Oh. So I'm always there. So now we have the corporate office up there, and that's where I do a lot of my training. So okay. it's good. Okay. Awesome. It's good. 
Well, again, thank you for for you know giving us a little bit of your time. Your yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, for sure. It's always a pleasure talking to you and everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you, Christina. And all you folks, yeah, don't, you give so don't give up. Don't give up. Keep on going. Keep on pushing forward. Bye.